Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show in the year 2020. We are joined by Dan, as always. Doesn't matter what year, what century, we're here with Dan. How's it going, Dan? Hey there, my man, buddy. How's it going? How are you doing? Happy New Year, everybody. This is it, guys. 2020 is here, and we are so glad to be with you guys right now to celebrate the new year. And just, I'm so thrilled to be with Pujix, actually, uh, on this uh, wonderful occasion to actually talk with you guys, our wonderful listeners, about the New Year's Eve. And I'm so happy to be here and to have the experience to spend time with Pujix, with you guys, listeners, and life is wonderful. Happy New Year. Awesome. Yeah. Happy New Year, guys. This is going to be awesome. Another episode, another, uh, yeah, you know, uh, conversation between me and Dan is going to be legendary. Today, we're talking about the new year, actually, obviously. Now, we all turning a new leaf. We're all changing, you know, uh, making changes in our lives, uh, writing the resolution. I hope you've already written them, of course. But uh, the point is, uh, to me, I don't know about you, Dan, I, I, I think you think similarly. But to me, these increments in the, in the year, for example, New Year's, I don't know. Um, birthdays, etc. These are basically a reminder of changes that comes to our lives. Uh, obviously, it's a reminder of the time that is passing, but it's also a time to sit down and reflect, look at the year that has passed, gone by, and look at the time that you have ahead and think about all of that. Put put stuff in perspective. Uh, put new goals. You know, find find what you want to do in the future, uh, the rest of your life. See how you've come, how far you've come, mistakes you you made. The, the right choices you made, accomplishments, etc., and put everything in perspective. This is how I generally, like very basically, um, uh, generally speaking, look at these events. They're not, they're just a random day on the calendar, and there's a random position of the earth around the sun. They really don't matter, but, but for me personally, for the symbolic, the symbols that they hold. How do you look at these <clears throat> events, sorry, excuse me, uh, such That's as right. New Year's, birthdays, etc.? Now let's talk about New Year's because of the occasion. That's right. Yeah, how do you very look well. at them? Very well. First of all, the, you mentioned something very nice about this whole symbolism because I really believe that New Year is really in reality. When you think about this, it's just an arbitrary thing. And uh, I myself, basically, I work in multiple countries around the world, and the very notion of New Year is it is very different from nation to nation, basically. So we have those who, uh, for example, uh, for the you know, for the people in, in the West, we of course it's on January first. Then we have the Chinese who have their own New Year, basically. And many different nations they have their own New Years, uh, basically different calendars. And ultimately, the New Year is really nothing more than that symbol. And that symbol is a symbol of starting all over again and having a chance to renew ourselves, our lives, and our perspective. So it really is nothing more than that symbol that you mentioned yourself, that we want to somehow feel uh, fresh, kind of like the birthday thing and many other occasions in life that we tend to repeat. And this is one of those things, because if we do not basically find ourselves in situations where we have the opportunity to look around and to somehow inspect what just happened in the past, uh, uh, let's say, a few months, then obviously we cannot truly make a good life. Uh, There's a famous quote that says, an unexamined life is not worth living. So part of the new year is actually the chance to start examining our lives and to know what it is that we want from our lives. What have we done so far and what are we going to do uh, basically next? And uh, using this occasion, obviously, will help us so much to actually make the most of this experience and to know what we're going to do next, basically, which is why for me personally, it's a very important occasion. Uh, just like yourself, Pujic, I spent a lot of my time thinking about this occasion, writing my uh, basically goals, 
uh, we called it New Year's resolution. Uh, but unfortunately, there's a sad news, and that is that unfortunately, the majority of uh, our New Year's resolutions will have been forgotten by January 15th of that very year in almost two <laughs> weeks. And this is not just some, you know, uh, you know, uh, some weird claim. This is proven. It's by statistics, actually, that the majority of us, we abandon almost all of our uh, basically a new year's resolution by the january 15th of that year like guys give it a month please just a month yeah. and, uh, now, now i got a question for you why do you think that is why do you think this happens like are we just well, forgetful of course well first of all i really believe that the reason is very simple it's because unfortunately most of us we have not been taught how to set goals throughout the year and if you only do something once a year, of course you will not be good at it, right? Because it's kind of like anything else. I mean, if you do anything once per year, can you be good, good at it? I don't know. If you, I don't know, learn a foreign language and study, I don't know, once per day, per year, you just sit down and study foreign language. Are you going to become fluent? What if you sit down for one uh, day per year and start making business plans? Are you going to become, a, I don't know, multimillionaire? I mean, you cannot really get good at anything if you do it only once per year. And the problem with goal setting is, uh, it's not taught in schools. It's not, uh, you know, a popular in our, you know, popular culture. And because of that, we tend to somehow feel like, oh my gosh, uh, it's just a New Year's resolution. Let's do something. But it's kind of like an athlete who just goes to the gym. I don't know. For example, once a year. I mean, he or she cannot really compete in the Olympics, right? So, for that reason, because New Year's resolution is, is you know, very popular in our culture, so everybody does it. But since they have not really learned how to set and achieve goals, they, don't, they lack the skill because goal setting and goal achieving itself is a skill. It requires hard work. So because of that, they just back off after uh, basically two weeks and like, oh, I'm not going to forget about it, basically. However, if the same people on how to set and achieve goals throughout the year, then, of course, they would be more than uh, ready to uh, basically uh, set goals on the uh, uh, New Year's resolution and, of course, achieve them as well. That's the main reason. And, of course, the other one is that usually on New Year's resolution, people do not uh, set goals that they truly care about or they really think about. Because it's like one day, like we're sitting there with our family, less than our, you know, our New Year's resolution just popped on television or on social media. So people don't put so much thoughts into it. And they end up setting goals that are not necessarily what they truly want. Uh, or they set goals that are not actually achievable. Like, I don't know, uh, some weird things they cannot do anything about, right? Because goal setting itself is a skill. And you cannot just do it. You can just say, all right, I'm going to write down a goal. Right, It's not like that. There's a process. We call it the SMART goal setting method, S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and, of course, time-bound. So it's kind of like that. It's like uh, the thing that you do once uh, every now and then. Uh, you cannot be really good at it, right? It's kind of like, you know, hanging out. Imagine like you, you want to hang out with your nephews, uh, basically, for the weekend, and they're going to play Call of Duty. And you've never played Call of Duty, so you're going to get, you know, shot all the time, right? It's kind of like that in that. You, don't, you haven't done it so much, so you don't have the experience to do it very well. And that is why, unfortunately, the majority of our New Year's resolutions, unfortunately, are forgotten two weeks after that. And the only possible solution, of course, is to not limit our goal setting to merely the New Year's Eve. Right, right, right. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. You're right. Like, if you don't have practice, you're not going to get good at it. And goal setting and resolutions are basically kind of skills that you need to develop over time if you're doing it once a year yeah i mean it takes years for you to get it maybe, exactly. maybe if, if at all <laughs> anyway exactly. so so now let's uh, for 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 those of us who are a little bit uh, slow on this skill can you give us some pointers like in general goal setting but let's make it specific to new year's again for the occasion we're That's all right. enjoying uh, the, the new year i hope 
And uh, yeah, just some pointers that you you personally use as a as a, as a goal setter because I know you set goals and you go out there and it, uh, try to attain them. So I think you're a good person to ask. Uh, what are your some pointers for for? Okay, let's actually break one pointer for each skill level. One pointer for the beginners, one for the intermediates, and one for for the advanced. Wow, that's amazing! Never thought about yeah. that. We can actually divide people into. <laughs> Goal centers yeah. as levels. We're going to assume that the majority of our listeners are in the intermediate or elementary category. Uh, That's good. Because it's generally not basically common to set a lot of goals. But overall, from my point of view, if you're you know getting started with the whole goal setting thing, I believe that it's best to set the kind of goals that you all somehow will not have to make a lot of effort to accomplish. Because all the goals basically that you set for yourself, it depends on how hard it is to achieve. Right. For example. Uh, if you tell yourself, I will lose 30 pounds in the next two weeks, that is one goal. And if you lose, I will, uh, if you tell yourself, I will lose weight by simply reducing my calorie intake with about 150 calories per day. That's like, I don't know what, a cereal, a little bit less cereal, or maybe like one fewer cup of coffee per day with, you know, without the milk and stuff. So uh, I really believe that if you set the kind of goals that you can achieve and make those goals winnable, you will eventually fall in love with the process of goal setting. And I really believe that the reason that we do not like to set goals on New Year's Eve is because we tend to either not like the process or we set the kind of goals that we cannot achieve anytime soon. I mean, uh, imagine a very bad goal for New Year's resolution is like, I will get rich this year. This is a very bad goal. Why? Number one, I will get rich this year. Number one, it lacks any specific details. What do you mean by rich? Does, does rich mean, I don't know, what? Uh, multi-millionaire? Does it mean, uh, I don't know, paying off all your debts? Does it mean to buy a new car? Does it mean to, I don't know, uh, run a multi-billion dollar enterprise around the world? I mean, what, what do you mean by rich? So this is not very specific. The first error that most of us make in goal setting, especially on New Year's Eve, I mean, let's be honest, champagne's around, alcohol's around, so we're not exactly thinking very clearly, right? So <laughs> yeah. this error that we have, I mean, like we just set goals that are just too general, like I'll be rich or I'll be happy or I don't know. I'll have a better life. These are not goals. These are wishful thinking. And they're not actually, you know, they don't even have, you know, any power behind them. So the first mistake that most of us make in setting goals uh, on a New Year's Eve is that they are not very specific. So the, the, of course, the attitude here is make them as specific as possible. So instead of saying, I'll be rich in 2020, you can say in the year 2020, I will increase my income by about 12% or 20% or 50%, depending on your, you know, level of error. Now, if, if, of course, if you have uh, not worked so hard in achieving, you know, big financial goals, it's better to keep it as, you know, realistic and as achievable as possible to enjoy the process. You know, it's really no different than like playing games, uh, like video games. Like if you're playing, I don't know, Angry Bird on your phone, you can play on the easiest difficulty in the earlier levels, and then it's going to be very fun. But if you jump suddenly to the final level, you'll be just very confused and at the same time very uh, basically upset and frustrated. So the same thing goes with goals. So if you've been, I don't know, perhaps you've never set any financial goal, then probably just getting out of debt in the year 2020 will be a great goal. Like let's say you, are, you have about $20,000 on credit. Maybe you have student loan, I don't know, uh, worth 20, 30, 40, $50,000. Uh, just saying that I will pay my student loan or I get out of debt, but in the 2020 would be a great goal because it's more realistic. And of course, it's very specific. The second biggest mistake that we make on when it comes to setting, you know, New Year's resolution goals is that we don't put good deadlines. The year 2020 is not a deadline. That's 12 months. Each month is 30 days. And so it's not very specific. The other thing that we can do in this regard is to actually set better deadlines for our New Year's goals. For example, back to our, let's say, uh, losing weight and getting out of debt. So you can say, 
uh, by uh, for the next three months, I will reduce my food intake by about 150 calories per day. And hopefully uh, after about three to four months, I will be able to actually lose 30 pounds. Now, this is a specific goal. You want to lose 30 pounds. You want to reduce your calorie intake by 150 calories. And you have a deadline, which is uh, basically April of that year, right? So now you have a very good goal. You have a very good New Year's resolution. Uh, for your finances, again, I want to get out of debt in the year 2020. That's just, again, too, there's no deadline. There's no force behind it. How about saying, I will get out of debt in the next six months. So you put a deadline for yourself. All right, that's it. By June of that, you know, 2020, I'll be out of debt. This means you have six months. And if, if your debt, for example, is about, let's say, $30,000, now all you got to do is to find ways to pay $5,000 per month to actually be able to pay your debt by the end of basically June. So now this is a far more effective goal for your New Year's resolution than just all get out of debt this year when you're almost, you know, drunk and probably close to blacking out or something, right? So that's another great point to be done on our New Year's Eve, basically. And if you use these two simple strategies of making your goals specific and putting a good deadline, now you have a higher chance. And of course, for more, for the more elementary type of goal setters, I recommend to set their goals at lower levels. So if you really feel like making $5,000 a month just to pay for your debt is going to be too much, why don't you just extend uh, you know, your debts to, let's say, for the next nine months or the whole year, or let's say by the, by the December of 2020. Now, all of a sudden, uh, you have to actually, I don't know, uh, save an extra $2,500 per month instead of $5,000 to be able to pay your debts by the end of the year, right? So by trying to make those goals a little bit easier, and the same goes applies, let's say, your fitness. So instead of saying, like, I don't know, I'm going to lose, uh, let's say, 30 pounds in three months or four months, you can actually make it eight months or 10 months, right? So by making those goals a little bit more easier to attain, you actually find it a lot, uh, basically, uh, find a lot more motivation to pursue those goals and, of course, to hopefully not give up on them when the things uh, basically get tough. Awesome. Uh, now, one part of all of this is goal setting for me personally. And another part is um, basically doing some grooming, not physical, not literal. I'm talking about figurative grooming, meaning there has been things in the past year or a couple of years or a few years of your life that hasn't been working out. Uh, there are things you're doing out of habit. They're not serving your purpose or, or things need to change, basically. And I would like to basically just take this time again to reflect, look at the past and find those things as well. And now you can also say this is part can be part of your goal, but I'm differentiating between these two as uh, one goals, one set of goals being one, one uh, bunch of things that I want to achieve, like new things. And this one is another uh, batch of stuff that I want to do that I basically want to avoid doing or put aside or forget about or or change. Now, what is your attitude towards that kind of thinking? Do you do do you like to do that kind of thinking, especially on occasions such as the New Year? or birthday or something like that? Well, of course, that depends on, you know, uh, the occasion itself and how much, uh, how satisfied I was of the last year. But ultimately, New Year is meant to make us new. That's what we call it New Year, right? We are looking for becoming a new person. Right. And that is why I believe that such attitudes are generally very, very constructive because they help us to get out of very bad habits. Because a lot of the things that we think are ours or like, it's just me, it really isn't you. It's just some bad habit and that could be changed, actually. So... From my point of view, I like your attitude about this matter, and I think it's a great idea to try to pursue this approach, uh, especially for the new year. And it's really about that because it gives you, a, I don't know, a very different feeling. I mean, you yourself feel much better in this regard, and I think that's the ultimate goal. 
uh, that you have here. And I definitely with you. It's a great one. And since you just said this right now, actually, I'm curious because uh, we are now basically on air here. I'm actually curious, Pujix, what are yeah. some of your uh, New Year's resolution goals? I'm actually curious. Like, uh, could you like share like one of them with our listeners? Oh, of course. Like, um, look, I mean, one of the things that I always put myself in the past, at least a uh, few years I've put for myself is basically reading a certain number of books. Now, wow. and may, may I ask you, uh, what's the target here for 2020? For, for me, is uh, 50 books this this year. Hopefully, wow. and it, it can't, 50 books it can't, yeah. That's like an average of uh, what? Uh, probably three mm. books a month, more than that, probably, right? Yeah, yeah, so. 300 and something. And this can come in different different forms. This can come in audiobooks. Uh, uh, ebooks or, or physical books. Uh, there's no limit here. And do I, textbooks it, count or not? By the way, do textbooks count? I, or just I, yes, I do count my textbooks as as uh, as reading too because they're new subjects, new material, new reading, new learning. So I do count my textbooks as part of it. Yes, um, and that by default is a, a handful of them. Um, but, Fifty books yeah. a year, man. Like you, you, it's like one book per week almost. Uh, yeah, yeah, almost, almost a book per week. That that would that would basically be it. Yeah, uh, it's it's difficult. I uh, sometimes uh, sometimes hard to attain, but it also one pushes question, me. Just one question. Mm -hmm. I just want to know right now: How many yeah, yeah. books did you read in in twenty nineteen? In twenty nineteen, I read uh, I think somewhere around thirty nine to forty. If it was, let's say forty Amazing. books. Amazing. You see, guys. You see, listeners. This is good goal setting. So Pujix is not going to set out to uh, read fifty books in one year. If he has just getting started with reading and he just gets all tired when he reads a book. So Pooch is already a reader, right? He's already a pro reader. He's already read 40 books this year. So making that target to 50 is very, very you know, doable for him, right? Whereas if someone else has never read anything other than back of the shampoo bottles, basically, so for him or her... <laughs> It'll be a little bit tough to read 50 books, right? So for him, if it's like, oh, yes, I listened to Pujix, and Pujix said he wants to read 50 books this year. I will read 52. That is not going to be no. good because they are setting themselves up for failure that way because they, have, they are you know, failing to see that Pujix is already a pro, you know, a pro reader. So he, he just doesn't have to you know, change himself dramatically to read 50 books. He's already done 40 this year, right? So right. that is another great element. To look at your last performance last year, and then set goals based upon that. Yeah, and I, I also want to clarify not to make this like a huge deal because like, okay, not all of those 40 books that I read in the past year were all equal in terms of both in terms of the, uh, the how long they were, how many pages they had, for example, how many word counts, et cetera, and also how much I gave myself. to Some, some books I read super quickly. I basically... Uh, skim through them, not skimmed. Right? I literally re read every page, but some books I come back and contemplate more, but some books oh. I, I just read the page by page and go by. So, I mean, obviously, the con there's a difference between the, the length of the book books, between between the like, uh, each book has different lengths, but there's also a difference in the content of the book. Some books are easier to read and faster to read, and you don't need to contemplate too much over them, and some books you dedicate more time. And also, I got to say, I don't count... So sometimes I start a book and I'm like, mm, no, sorry, it's too many books. I, I'm not too interested. I put it aside. I don't count them as books, but I also attempt them. And that's perfectly, it just popped to my mind. So I thought mentioning it. Um, I, I, I think there's so many books out there that if you're not appreciating a book, it's not giving you anything you want or you're, you're looking for, just put it aside and move on. You've, you've given it a fair try. Just if it didn't work, just put it aside and move on to the next book. Because I'm like, there's, plenty of them coming out every year 
and I have a wish list that is only extending. So, wow. <laughs> so it's it's impossible to catch up. And I and I understand that. So I'm not if again if I give a book a fair try and it doesn't give me what I want, I'm gonna put it aside. That's just another Amazing. point. Book wow. reading, yeah. But then again, it's a great goal, uh, man. Like you have this goal for yeah, yourself. Yeah. It's gonna motivate you throughout the entire year, man. Like the next book, the next book. Let's hit it off. It's gonna be awesome. Exactly. It's it's pretty good, and uh, uh, I I love it. I personally love it. Now. This is, again, this is my personal, and I wasn't a big reader. We talked about this a few times That's in right. the past episodes. I wasn't a big reader. I became one uh, reading of, like, uh, pushing myself, basically, and it, and it happened. Um, and, and, yeah, the first year's goal was, uh, I want to, this year, I want to read 10 books. And, and, actually, I told one of my friends who was a massive book reader, and, and she told me, well, that, that's what I read in a month. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well. That's uh, everybody has a has their own limits. Wow. <laughs> so, so to to your point. Anyways, now, um, so back to our subject of the new year, turning a leaf, changing. Um, what are the changes that you're looking for in your own life and your businesses that you were willing to share with us? For sure. Well, first of all, 2020 for me is going to be a very big year because. Uh, we are going to expand, despite the fact that the world is projected to go through a tough crisis. But in the 2020, uh, I personally believe in the motto that I learned from Grant Cardone, and that is always expand, never uh, basically. So uh, my biggest focus during this year is uh, expanding the business in multiple countries. So uh, the four countries that I have in mind right now that I want to begin establishing my companies uh, after Finland are Sweden. Portugal, France, and Germany. So I really would like to expand. You know, we're kind of like guys. We want to like leave something behind. I was talking to a friend of mine and said like, yeah, you guys just like to pee on everything, right? So uh, we just want to, not, not that I would like to pee on anything in different countries, but what I would really like to do is to actually, uh, you know, have the opportunity to uh, expand uh, basically my global reach. So that's my one of my biggest ambitions this year that I really want to work on. Of course, I'm a polyglot. So every year I set uh, language goals and I intend to right. add uh, basically uh, about uh, an average of six new languages to my repertoire uh, during 2020. Of course, uh, that will uh, be at a level that is probably around A2 to B1 because uh, obviously, uh, hopefully I will later discuss this in uh, some of our programs, uh, the, the degrees at which you learn language are very different. So learning a language at a level, uh, for example, uh, A2 or B1 will take almost one fourth of the time that is required to reach, let's say, advanced level. So uh, when I say six language, I'm not, I'm not talking about like advanced level fluency because that's going to take an unbelievable amount of time, probably 10,000 hours per language, which I simply don't have. But hopefully I can actually add six more languages to my repertoire at an A2 to B1 level because that doesn't take a lot of time. It's uh, an approximately about 500 hours you can actually reach B1 in any language. So hopefully I could do that basically and uh, that'll take some time, some uh, uh, basically uh, nights that I have to sacrifice for this. But still, it'll be a great goal for me personally. And in terms of basically uh, our podcast together, basically, I'll be very happy that in 2020, we're going to celebrate our next uh, podcast anniversary. It's going to be very great. Looking forward to it. And I've actually postponed the publication of my book, The Polyglot Guidebook, uh, basically, uh, because I wanted to make sure the quality of the book is high. And of course, I wanted to first uh, in, in somehow enhance my global reach in different countries before going for the publication. And so uh, hopefully I would I'd like to get back and uh, to refine and improve the Mulligan method, uh, as uh, basically mentioned in my uh, upcoming book, The Polyglot Guidebook. So I want to work on that book further, develop the method, take some of the bugs out and improve the quality overall. And more importantly, 
uh, I would like to actually be able to dedicate more time to my friends and to my loved ones because in 2019, I was extremely busy. So I was always moving around and I didn't always have enough time for my friends and for my loved ones. So hopefully I dedicate, I, I really hope that I can dedicate uh, a lot more time uh, to be simply just uh, be in touch with my friends and loved ones more because I usually don't have that kind of time. Hopefully through some time management, I can actually dedicate more time to uh, basically my family, my loved ones, and my friends so that I can actually uh, improve basically their mood as well, as well as myself. So hopefully these are like some of the top things that I have in my mind for the 2020. But of course, as you know, uh, I like to set uh, a lot more detailed goals and especially I like to make sure that my goals are written down. So those are the things that hopefully I have to work on as well. And we'll see. But that's pretty much how 2020 will look of like course. as a highlight for me personally. But there's still a lot of work ahead. Of course, of course. I, I appreciate that. And that, those are some beautiful goals. And uh, especially the family and friends part. Oh, man. They're touched me. Uh, right here in the heart. <laughs> no, I'm not, right. I mean, I said it in a manner that I was kidding, but I'm, I'm serious. It, it's, it's beautiful. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, yeah, of course. And also, uh, uh, you, you mentioned it, and I want to clarify we're not going to talk about um, uh, BTP goals, like the podcast goals, because we tend to do that on the anniversary of the podcast itself. Exactly. We have increments as year by year when the i believe it was in may i'm not too a little bit vague but i think it's sometime in may that we're going to celebrate this uh the, the second anniversary we're, we're like the... bad parents who forgot their child's birthday <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's like, it's like hey johnny what was your birthday was was it july 5th or july 9th i forgot All right. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well it's not even july 9th or it's like the different months no, I believe it was like, in May. Were you a July boy or like an August boy? I forgot totally. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that kind of thing. Now we take care of it good. We just forget the birthday. Anyways, so um, and well, it's 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 January first. I know you don't want to spend. Speaking of family and friends, I don't want to. I don't want. I know people don't want to spend entire day on January first listening to me and you. So we're gonna wrap up. We're going to wrap up with this beautiful day that we're all enjoying. I hope oh, everybody yeah. is enjoying this day. Probably and some of our listeners right now are drunk a little bit. From last night. So is there anything else that in this manner that you want to talk about that we didn't cover or you want to like a, basically a wrap up? For sure. Definitely. Well, first of all, Pujix, uh, I'm, I'm very happy right now to actually talk to you. Uh, one of the first ones that I talked to right now, uh, basically on New Year's Eve, and I'm very happy that uh, basically 2020 is here, and we're going to celebrate the year, uh, hopefully. Uh, and more importantly, I would like to also congratulate our listeners uh, with this wonderful occasion. The year 2020 is here, and that means a lot of great opportunities lay ahead. And uh, more importantly, today we talked about uh, New Year's resolutions and how to make your New Year not just a fun and exciting event, but actually something that can change and transform your life. And we use the, the whole symbolism of becoming new and using the new year as, a, as an opportunity to actually transform ourselves, our lives, our businesses, and our relationships. So ultimately, we talked about how to set goals properly uh, on the new year uh, and how to make sure that our new year's resolutions are actually followed up. And we said the biggest mistakes that we make is that, number one, we only set our goals during the New Year's Eve, which is not enough. You want to actually set your goals throughout the basically year. So just doing it once a year, not going to cut it. And the reason that we mentioned earlier, most of us, we abandon our goals completely by January 15th is that we do not repeatedly set goals throughout the year. And ultimately, we mentioned uh, how we can actually make our goals more attainable. So we said it's best to set goals that are not extremely crazy and that are within our reach. We uh, came with a couple of examples. One of them was actually you, you reading 
50 books per year. We said that Pujic is the kind of guy who read 40 books last year. So setting a goal at 50 will definitely be realistic. But if uh, you are a guy who's never read any book, you probably should settle with, I don't know, four or five books or something. And that's going to be a lot better than setting an unrealistic goal. And of course, we talked about the importance of setting deadlines, that having a goal that has no deadline has no power behind it. And of course, when it comes to your deadlines, you want to make sure the deadlines are set in a way that you will actually achieve them. And more importantly, we said that goals should be specific. Getting rich or getting smart or getting educated, these are not specific. Whereas setting, for example, achieving, let's say, I don't know, um, uh, perhaps making $50,000 to pay your debts or losing 30 uh, pounds or reading 50 books, these are specific goals which are going to help you a lot more in your long-term pursuits. And ultimately, it was a great occasion. Very happy. Both of us for now, we are not drunk, so this uh, podcast was recorded completely sober. <laughs> and uh, so those were listeners who are now pretty happy with the new year. Still, uh, we, we're glad to actually share the, uh, the content here with you guys. And uh, I'm very happy to be here with you, Pujix, to discuss this great thing. Once again, happy birthday. Uh, of course, it's kind of like a birthday, but happy new year to you, Pujix, as right. well as to all of our uh, listeners. Because this new year itself could be actually like a real birthday. For me personally, there's no difference between a birthday and a new sure. year. because. Both of them are really about one thing, becoming uh, somehow new, becoming different, becoming uh, someone that you've never been before. And the way to do so, of course, is to treat this occasion not just as a day. You see, a birthday is not just a day. A New Year is not just a day. These are occasions. These are opportunities to transform yourself and to appreciate the things you've done and the things you want to achieve. So with that being said, I'm very, very happy to be here. And I wish you and uh, basically our uh, listeners, a wonderful, wonderful new year. Hopefully, 2020 will be a year when you will transform yourself. Uh, hopefully, this this day and this year was gonna. It was hopefully will change you so much that you won't even wait for your birthday. You just like that. That was mine. I, I really transformed myself, and life is a lot better now because of it. And of course, I hope that you guys will set your achieve and achieve your goals in the year 2020. Oh, thank you, Dan. That was awesome. And yes, thank you for spending the first day of your new year and new decade. For, the, for all that matters wow. um, with us. Cool. Never thought about it this way. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so so thank you. Thank you for that, all uh, Dan and all of our res- listeners. And uh, I hope we can be of service for the rest of this year and the rest of this decade. Until a later episode and a later time, we talk, we see you, we hear from you. Have a good one.